Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, like Sandra said, my name is Beth Guide. I am with Vertical Web, and uh, we've been a digital marketing agency for many years. I've been working in this space, and it's ever changing. It's um, it's uh, always uh, interesting what's going on. And I want to talk tonight about Google Maps, and I'm trying to get everything up in front of me here. Um, I had it all, and it all went away. John, while while she's doing that, can you turn up? on transcription yeah we need this transcription on um we for some of the folks that don't hear well lolita or don can you turn on i think i think lolita is still the host i'm afraid i'm not okay i'll mute i'll give her a call if she's already um, walked away the transcription oh, turned yeah, on no i would be glad to do that yeah, we, it's it's very handy for for those that can't hear because oh, it, yeah. it does a transcript. I mean, I'm I'm hard to understand to start with. So, okay, so tonight what we're going to be talking about is Google uh, business profiles. You guys may have heard of it as Google My Business, and what I am going to contend is Google is making a, a move that all searches are really a local search. Um, this whole idea that there's national SEO and local SEO, I mean, it's kind of really all the same. Um, but what it really all comes down to is that how do you um, work in a local space and what does that look like? And we're going to talk about that because I want to talk about it from the Google side and I want to talk about it from the website side. And I, and I think if you um, want to have success in this area, we need to understand both sides of this. So before I start, I just want to set the deck for everybody um, that when you put in a, a website, Google makes a determination whether you want something that is far away from you or if you want something in your backyard. And I'm even going to go as far as to say something like I do, which is internet marketing. Um, if I put that in, you're going to find out it's a local, it's a local search. Um, so, and how you can determine this. So this is, so when you look at your business, you can decide what you want, whether it is, if a map comes up, and you know it's a local search, and that's how we're going to have to how we're going to have to function. Um, if I had you all in a room, I would kind of say, "What what do you do?" And I can pretty much tell you based on what you do, um, whether you are a, a local business or you uh, have a national appeal. So, if I put in um, for me web design, internet marketing, SEO. The, a map will appear and all the companies that are local to you will appear on the map. Now I pulled this up. I'm not in this map because this I'm in my house in Kingwood. Um, if I was in my office in Houston, you would actually see us here on, on the map, but because I'm not part of that uh, and this out here, it's not there. Um, but if you're an accountant, if you're a dentist, if you're a lawyer, if you're a um, an accountant, um, tax, restaurant, 99% of your businesses have some type of local aspect to it that people come to it and visit it and would interact with it on a local level. Um, and you can do a Google search on just about anything and figure out whether it's a local search or a national search, okay? And as time is going on, more and more searches are being pushed into a um, local 
space, okay? So what that means to us is that we need to understand how this works and how, what, it, what it's evolved with so that we understand how to get the most out of it and make sure that we appear in this, in this map pack, okay? Because that, is, that should be your goal because mostly 95% um, of the traffic that hits a website with a map will pick the map, the number one on the map listing. So I wanna make sure that we all understand why this is vitally important. And I'm gonna do this. Let me see if this works. Okay, so we've got that. So if you go and you get this kind of an answer, the next thing that you'll see is we end up with um, several listings off to the side that will even give you ones even closer to you. Um, so understand that everything revolves around this. So the question that you all should be asking is, how do I get in that three pack of a map? Um, and that's kind of what I want to talk to you about tonight. Uh, what I will say is that if you're in a non-competitive space, um, you have a really good chance to get in that local pack. If you're a chiropractor, it's a little bit more difficult, especially when you're up against national companies like the joint. Uh, there's a there's a definite correlation between, um, you know, these guys and the links they have. Like, I mean, if look, they're killing it on reviews. When I look at this, I can clearly see why they're number one. I mean, they've got 448 reviews right out of the box. So um, if you're in a competitive industry, that's one set of circumstances. If you are in a non-competitive industry, you're going to be in a whole lot better position, okay? And your ability to get into this map pack, uh, the, the lift on it kind of goes way, way down. So um, with that said, I'm going to tell you how, where we're going to start, and then I want to show you how to structure your website if I can get that far. Uh, is everybody with me so far? I have not yet scheduled a lot of digital marketing. Oh, okay. Are they asking about when we're coming back to live, Sandra? They are. I told them that we, they, they know through SCORE and through us when it was live or when it was on Zoom. Okay. All right. Um, and honestly, when we go back to live, I'm going to keep a hybrid version anyway. We'll just keep an iPad running and stream it out. I think that I think that a way we can accommodate everybody that way, unless there's a big opposition to that. Is that cool with you? I guess that's good, huh? Anyway. All right. So with all of that said, um, let's go ahead and start with the, so how do I get there? So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go to google.com forward slash uh, business. Okay. And you're going to go ahead and sign in. And if you don't have a business or you don't have a, um, uh, this six section pulled out, it'll say, go ahead and enter your business and you will enter your business name, your address. Um, and you will start the process to get a postcard and the postcard will be sent to you. Um, it wants a valid address. So we're not going to talk about playing games anymore um, with the virtual spaces and the virtual addresses. Um, there is a service area option if you don't want your address on there. Of course, it is not as powerful, um, but at the end of the day, there are options for you that may or may not have existed previously. I, I don't wanna encourage uh, virtual offices anymore because they're actually penalizing for that. They just went through and wiped out about 18 million websites 
because they say they're fraudulent. And some of the reasons they decided they were fraudulent is because you were in a um, building that you are not there, your building's not manned, it doesn't belong to you, and it's not really a real space. So I'm going to go ahead and, I, and I'm going to do this a little bit faster on this spot. So if anybody's in questions, you're going to kind of need to stop me um, because I want to kind of get through this piece here pretty quickly. Let me get here. This is the one I want. All right, so no thanks, I see the screen, all right, no, no, okay. All right, so what you're gonna do, and this is vitally important to the overall success. So once you get into this section, um, you are gonna go to the info area. And I, this, I want you to pay really specific attention to, which is this area here that allows you to pick um what your categories are all right and the categories that you select here are going to dictate what your website is about all right because there's they've now seemed to tie the contents to the website to exactly how this panel is set up um i had somebody yesterday i was talking to and we were trying to come up with what they should be here and they were like they were rattling off all these things there is a difference between the category your business is in and the services your business offers, okay? And those are two very distinct uh, differences um, and you need to make sure that you handle them properly. So if I am a lawyer, um, the lawyer is a lawyer, he may be a divorce lawyer. He may be a bankruptcy lawyer. He may be a business lawyer. Um, he may be an attorney. There's several different categories for a lawyer, if I use them. A CPA, um, we may have a tax advisor. We may have an accountant. We may have a bookkeeper. Uh, for me, you see, I have four. I have internet marketing. I've got a marketing agency. Um, and I didn't put the marketing agency in. Uh, Google went in and put that in on, on me. Uh, website designer and web hosting company, because those are what we do. And Google agrees with that. So there is um, a list of categories. And I think at some point, I'm going to actually put the list of categories on our website of all the categories. And then Google, and I, don't, I couldn't, I was looking, that's what I was looking for when you guys all got here, was the link to the Google categories directory, because we need to understand how Google sees our business versus how we see our business. Because you know what? How we see our business doesn't necessarily matter to the overall success. So I see a couple of questions coming in. I want to stop. I'm going to answer them. It seems, um, it seems they don't have a category for garage door repair service. Um, you actually, well, you're also uh, B2C. There's a business to consumer aspect. You're in a service industry. Um, I, I think we have to look down that to see what are the proper categories for you guys. All right. Um, and how you would do that is you would just kind of click your little pencil here um, and we're going to tell it at another company and we're going to put in a uh, home repair, which is what I would think you are. And let's see, we don't have anything there. Oh, I didn't spell repair right either. All right. So we have home improvement. Um, 
So that would be one. I'm sure you're some kind of, it would, can, you could probably go under a contractor. What you'll notice is these are more in line and, I, and I, I'm gonna try to say this as best as I possibly can. There's an NAIS code, I guess is that, I guess that's the right numbers that the state and the government look at you through and that's more what I'm talking about what your category is, okay? Um, and you'll notice that these, that these categories, they won't let me, they say I'm a web designer, not that I do web design. And to me, those are two different things. Um, a, web a website designer sort of demeans on some level what we do because we design websites, we build them for technical. I can't get that in this area. So I had to pick, my, pick and choose what I, what I wanted to do. Um, there is no way to assign a category that doesn't ex already exist. Yeah, that that's exactly what I'm talking about. And and it's kind of it's what it says is the NIACS code, which is the code that classifies businesses and what they do. Um, like I could say IT services here. I think. Let me see or information technology maybe information services. So I could put that there as another level of a category if I want. Um, as you can see, they may not necessarily be what you think. So like um, my chiropractor that we, I was, I was just uh, kind of looking at that. Um, I had to be very um, crafty because he does uh, sports chiropractic, but the category really is sports medicine. He does pain management, um, the category is pain management center. So I have to kind of use my brain as to what I can call my business. So like on the person that's the garage door repair, great that you do got garage door, you're doing B2C home improvement services. We need to be on that kind of a, a path when we're talking about garage door repair. Um, and you could do it under a supplier uh, that might be uh, an accurate, uh, accurate way to go, um, but you have to find the right category because that right category is what is going to define what Google would expect to see um, on your website. And this says, what is a, where does a cleaning service fall? While you're looking for that, I'm going to, uh, to encourage Diana to ask her question in the chat or in the Q&A. She's got her hand up. Diana, would you type your question in the chat of the Q&A? Thanks. All right, so we're gonna put one. Yeah, it's like the Dewey Decimal Systems for Business, yes. So we kind of, you can try it that way. I'm kind of do it like you see me doing it on my screen, which is cleaning. I, I, I think you're in a home, a home, let's see what we have, home inspector, home home goods, home theater, home insurance, home, I might, um, home health care, home service. All right, home help service agency. Um, that kind of might be an applicable situation. Um, that's the other one for the garage door opener. I might put that as one of my categories as well um, because there isn't a, um, a, a proper proper category per se for this. Um, and I'm low business. 
business to in like a bit, I could put a business to business service on mine as well. There isn't a business to consumer, apparently. That's what I was looking for. So you have to just kind of really kind of nab this down and try to get yourself in a category that best fits. Uh, we were talking about co corporate housing yesterday, and you would think corporate housing would be a thing, but it's not. It was like short term apartment rentals and executive suites. Um, and the concern with the short-term apartment rentals is it's not exactly right. Um, so we ended up having to go with serviced properties or something like that, which is a more of a European term, but it is what corporate apartment uh, corporate apartments are. So we, you really have to work to get these categories defined and defined properly. The reason I'm spending so much time on this is because this is the pivot point for everything. If you get this wrong, then you have a problem and you'll never get to where you need to be. So I wanna make sure I get everybody answered here because Roger has a couple like in like three part windows and I can't see it here, hold on a minute. So this says, we have three separate categories, none of them specifically listed. How would you count motorcycle trailers, router, CNC router work and 3D printers? Those things, well, first of all, that's three different websites and I sure wouldn't put them on the same uh, business or the same business location because they have nothing to do with each other. Um, on the trailers, I'm going to say, I think the trailers are more like automotive supplies, which is a back way into how to get to, we'd have to figure out what they automotive. Um, That's how crazy these are that these don't actually work right because I put in automotive and I don't come up with like a real clear path on that automobile storage facilities. Let me see. Um, let's see if trailers are all right. Well, here's one trailer dealer. Who knew? We ha we don't have a car a car dealer, but we have a trailer dealer. Um. Uh, let's see. You're saying a work route router work. When you're saying router work, I'm assuming you're meaning woodwork and stuff like that, right? I'm, I'm guessing, but I'm thinking that's what you're meaning. Um, and then 3D printing, probably. 3D. And then see 3D printing service. So you have them all. I'd never be brave enough to go stick them all on the same profile, though. I That I will say. Um, but I, I want everybody to understand that this is probably the most important um, part of this. Uh, is to get these right. Because if you don't get these right, you're pretty much, I hate to use the word doomed, but I'm going to use the word doomed here a minute. Okay. Not to be scary sounding, but we're going to use the word doomed. Um, you on why you wouldn't put three all in the same profile? Um, it'd be like putting apples, uh, baseball gloves, and um, high heel shoes all in the same spot. They're not related to each other. So they don't make sense. It's kind of like we're just throwing words out there. So it, you've got to be somewhat focused on what you do. Um, I mean, if you have three businesses, then you probably need three profiles if they're that specifically different. Um, and that it's kind of sounds like there are three, there are three very different um, businesses. Um, I want to make sure I get all these. Router work is mostly wood. Yeah, that's what um, that's what I that's what I was thinking. So that would be, you know, what do they call that? Millwork. Um, that kind of stuff. So you, and I bet you if I put millwork in here, it probably is something. Uh, millwork. 
I want to make sure I don't add something to mine accidentally. Yeah, see, here's a mill workshop. So I would count you as a mill work person for that one. Um, let's say router, let's do that. And this one says, I don't understand you're saying a virtual business that does not have a brick and mortar will not benefit from it. Nope, that's not what I said. Um, okay, so what, it, what the question said was, I am saying that if you have a virtual business and a brick and mortar that you won't, um, you won't succeed with this program. The thing is you need to put pre a part of this program, whether you have a brick and mortar or whether you have a virtualized business, but I'm going to say this, and I mean this as kindly and lovingly as I possibly can. Google hates home uh, cottage industry businesses. They look down on them at this point and they don't, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but they're just not, they, they have some questions on the, there's, I guess, I don't, I'm, I'm trying, the words are escaping me on how to, basically they think that there's a lot of service problems in these home-based businesses. Um, and providing services remotely, that's why they have a service area. I'm just saying to you is that a brick and a, a business with a location will always rank better than just anything with a service area. So it's your, so you're a little bit behind the curve, but I no way would imply that you wouldn't benefit from having a business um, on Google, my business. Everybody needs to have this. This is not even um, remotely possible um, to, to not have this in the modern age. That that's how possible important it is and that's literally why i'm sticking this in the in march of this year instead of holding it to the end of the year or a different spot in the year it is that important that you guys understand and you know this okay you said if we have a service industry instead of it would be a, at a disadvantage yes um you just have to do what you have to do you have to um well, and this says, what about a mobile business? The reality is mobile business has a brick and mortar somewhere. Um, you know, it, it, I, 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 again, I understand you guys. I mean, I had a mobile tire repair company for a while. Um, my advice to him was start taking pictures and put it all over Google My Business in your service area, okay? But if I am a furniture store and I say I'm in a service area because I'm a furniture store that makes furniture out of the back out of the back of my house um Google doesn't really ne necessarily recognize that um a pet sitter that goes to a client's home okay so you have a service area you may also have a a an address that you do business out of so I, again I'm, I'm trying to we have mobile dog, dog groomers um that that's a service area uh, but if you if you can have an address, I'd encourage you to have an address if the address was real. If it's not real, would I rather you have a service area with no address than a than a real um, a virtualized office? Yes. Okay. So I just want you to make sure we're kind of all talking about the same thing here. Um, one is a little bit less than the other because there is baked into the map algorithm. Um, when you're trying to look for somebody, they try to pick who's closest to you geographically. If you have a service area, you don't have a geographic spot. And that's where you're that's where some of that disadvantage in the algorithm comes from because they don't have a way to anchor you. Um, and, and that's a problem. So you can see I just did internet marketing. I didn't come up because my business is not here. 
so you don't come up, even though I'm sitting in the middle of my house where my business is, you know? So, yeah, so I, no. And this is what I'm trying to say. It says, does a physical mailbox at a UPS within a, qualify as an address? It used to, um, they know, they know when you're, you know, <laughs> they know when it's, uh, whatchamacallit and when it's not. Um, they know when it's a virtual office and when it's not. I, I, I'm trying to, I know people will play games with this and I know a lot of people will say, hey, go do this to get around the rules. I also know that Google's making a lot of noise with, a, there's a lot of chatter about people's business profiles being disconnected and them being stopped because they're using addresses that are not right. So my thought is right now, they're considering those people a spammer and they're blocking them. So for what the problem is, is that you can't go have really have a conversation with them. Um, that the, the rules are the rules um, and you really kind of need to um, abide by them. And uh, you know, I, I the rules are a virtual office is against their policy. A physical mailbox at a UPS store is against their is against their policy. Um, I mean, I know people that have UPS stores, but they've had them for 15 years. You know, so whether they're going to come back now and go after those people, probably not. But I know any new ones are going to be a little bit difficult to get to get pushed forward. So I just want to make sure I'm giving you the best advice. And best advice is. Uh, honest and you know and I hate to say this and this is where I, I understand the other side of this so we can have the other side connection discussion if you want but um, you know sometimes they say um, you know pick your you know use your actual house and now my house is sitting listed on Google I'm I, you know I, I don't that's why they have service areas so I you know I, I'm, I'm kind of giving trying to give you the right answer or the best answer. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying you can't try it, but I also am saying if you try it and then you get caught, be prepared and have plan B. Um, I just I just think you have to have to do the right thing and that way you don't get stuck in something you don't mean to. What do you mean by that, uh, have a plan B? What would be a plan B? Well, my plan B would be to put my address on the my house address on the internet. If I really my back was up against the wall and that was the only way I could do it, that's what I would do. Because they're not they're not disqualifying you for using your house. What they want is okay. So they have actually gone as far here. Um, they have gone as far as saying that on your photos. All right. Oh, Sandra, by the way, there it was when you came to visit us. Um, yeah, you can lease an office space as long as it's not a virtual office. Okay. But you see what they said. So it used to be we would put cover photos up. Well, see, now you're adding, you're adding little things here. Um, hold on a minute. So they went as far as to say, make sure your door is your cover photo so that people know when they, when they want people to know when they walk up to your business, what to expect. Okay. So we had a nice, you know, a nice picture with the, with the, with the skyline and, 
We said, you know, vertical web, we did all this awesomeness and nope, you really need a picture of your doorway. So little by little, we're switching all these cover photos out for doorway photos because what they wanna see is what people are walking up and seeing. So we put the doorway, which I think it's ugly as hell. I mean, I love my signs, I love my logo, but I think the doorway is ugly. I didn't pick a pretty building, I just picked a functional building. So um, this is, I, I actually originally had this one that had this, the Houston skyline out at a ranch office behind it was our original, our original one and I won't do it. So um, I, I just can tell you the right way to do it. So, I, and it says, you know, what about leasing office space through the SBA? If it's a dedicated office and you're in there, um, yes, this is, if you're, what if you're doing online counseling, still use your front door, why not? I mean, that's what they're saying, use your front door. That's what they're telling people is that's what you should do. They also wanted to go as far as complete, incomplete. They wanted interior pictures of the office. Well, I don't have a swanky office. I just have my desk and my computer. And so my interior pictures, I stuck, Sandra came to visit and I stuck our picture up there. And then, you know, I've got my empty little office here and it needs signs on the wall or something. I don't know, but still overall it's got, you know, it's got stuff on it that it'll, it'll do what it needs to do. So we're, even though I have all of these, I had to make sure that I used my front door picture, which it is what it is. So I just want to give you, like I said, I'm trying to give you guys the best advice, not in the right, the right answer and not um, just kind of no, there's not a maximum number of service areas you can add. That was one of the questions. It says, if we go to clients, can we just give our street address without the number so we won't have the people showing up before calling? Yeah, I, yes. And, and, you know, I tell a story. I had that happen. We used to have my home address on some things, and I had somebody ring the doorbell one day, and they wanted to pay their bill. I'm like, okay. And here's this person coming to pay their bill at my front door. I was like, yeah, I don't think. And then he's like, but I don't like the way you mowed your lawn. And he canceled his service. I don't really know what my lawn had to do with anything, but that's what he did. Um, so I just, um, I would just be, I would just, I'm just kind of telling you, use the service area if you don't want to put an address. If you have an address that you can use, use it. I'm not gonna advocate working around the system in a class like this because I, I think it's a bad way to teach people. Um, do, I, do I think it would work? In some cases, yes. Um, I had one lady that came through these classes um, and she, had, she actually, and she's screwed. She actually rents an office space in, on a Virtus floor in a Virtus situation. And she has a real office. She actually pays for her office, but because she's inside the Virtus complex, Google's like not, they don't believe that. They just think she's paying for a secondary address. So you just have to be really careful. I'm just going to say that. You just have to be really careful with how you do it. Um, this is what the answer to that one about have you if, can you have locations in an incubator business location that rents to businesses 
or an executive. Well, it, are they your own address or are they shared in another space? So if I'm at tech space, okay, or if I'm at the ranch office, um, they're not going to give me my own address. It's going to, and Google's going to know. They know where these places are now. So they want you to have an office that people can come to and it's open from nine in the morning to five in the afternoon. All right. So if you are in these spaces and then you should have your own address and you should be, you know, you should be there nine to five. These incubator places, you're not necessarily there. They're, they're, they're quasi like I can rent desk space at tech space if I want. I, that does not give me an office. It just means I have desk space at, at tech space. I guess that's yeah. one thing to ask them when you get in there, because I know Tiffany Williams offices at the Houston Area Urban League. And so she was incubated there, but she's now been there for quite some time and she's got her own address. So I think it depends upon the place. It does. And it depends on how much you want to pay them, because I think you can pay for independent addresses and game this, but I don't want to talk about gaming the system. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to get it gamed down to that level. I just want to say, if you don't want your address out there and you don't have an address, use a service area. The person says, what's your, your advice for an e-commerce business? Um, if it's an e-commerce business and you have an address, you still need a local address, but it's not as important as the guy that's the CPA working out of his garage, because that's localized. If I'm selling, um, I don't know, LED light bulbs, medical supplies, that's okay if you don't have a brick and mortar and you just want to put a PO box, you put a PO box, big deal. You're not trying to game the system. Um, they're still not going to take it as a PO box, um, but it, it's not as vitally as important as some of these others that you're like me, for me to rank on SEO Houston and Houston SEO, that person has to be within so many miles of me or I come up fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. If you're sitting in Spring, Spring Branch where I am, then I come up. But once you leave Spring Branch, I, it's a little bit hard pressed. Now I do because we're listed on Katie Freeway as the address. We do rank in Katie and I do get some Katie map listings. Okay. But those terms are not as competitive. So you just have to be really kind of careful on how you do this. I'm basically telling you to stay to tell the truth, unless you're going to have to come find me to fix it after you mess it all up. And I, I don't want to tell anybody how to mess something up. Um, I'd rather you make a good decision on the front side and just, and then just kind of go with it and then we'll work through it on the back side. It's really hard to get unbanned once you're banned. So let me let me say that too. So if I'm in a room of people, I'm going to tell you the right way to do it. And that way we avoid a problem. Okay. Do I readily admit there's other ways to go about this? Absolutely. All right. Um, and I, and I think that's kind of how the best way I want to, I want to put that out to you guys at this point. All right. So we've got our information. I'm going to say as much as times we're spending on our addresses, I want to spend, I want to get the categories down. And then the other thing that you need to do is your services. Okay. Um, and if you notice, and I'm going to tell you, I didn't do this. Google did this. The list of services that I have, the list of service that they gave me, I put some in 
and they put the rest of these services in and I'm not going to take them down because other than tire repair, which they won't let me take off. Um, I have, I'm, I'm actually, they're all, uh, they're all valid. Um, so as a result, um, I want to make sure that you guys put a comprehensive list of services and understand if I'm a home service provider, what did we say? Home help service provider is what they gave us. And then you can put garage doors, fence repair, overhead garage doors, uh, security gates, whatever you put, they become services. Okay. This service tab is, is secondarily important as the, um, category for the for the business and i'm going to explain why in just a second i just want to make sure you understand how to fill this all out uh make sure you put your hours in my business is 24 7 because of the hosting end of the business so we say we're a 24 hour business um you know we have our phone numbers I make sure I put my call history on because it'll tell me anybody that called me so I can kind of keep track of that. Uh, I am going to encourage you to put photos up um, and I want you to put photos. This is a way to grow your service area and validate your service area is with your cell phone. I don't know. Uh, take pictures of where you are throughout the city and where you're like the dog groomer people or the pet sitter people take pictures where you are like take a picture of the dog that you're walking and put it on your profile because they're going to strip out the metadata on that and say oh wait that lady was actually where they are it's the same reason I can't say I do SEO in, in New Orleans I haven't been to New Orleans in five years they know darn okay. well I don't do it in there okay so yes, you sir. just gotta understand that John, did you have a question? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What is it? Okay, maybe you didn't. Okay. All right. So are we all good? Oh, this is how do I take my Hermo okay. office if I put it on by mistake? Wait, let me see who that is. So it's John. And I can see the light flicking on. He it's he kind of needs he must be on the phone and he needs to mute himself. He's just fine. Yeah, I can but mute you, muted him. you okay. can check it again. I'll mute him. Yeah, I don't have the tools to do it. So if you can do it, I think I might be able okay. to do that. John, can you mute yourself? I think he's the host. Yeah, I know that's part of the problem here. Okay, so it says, how do I take my home office off, or my home address off if I put it on there mistakenly? You just need to put a different address on there. So you need to put a different, find a different address to go put on there. That's really the only way to take it off. There is no taking it off. You just need to move it or you close your business. Don't close your business, okay? All right, this one says, I have a physical location, but what is the NCIS description I should use for wellness massage on site at my place? Um, I don't know, I have to go, we'd have to go look at that. I mean, I know there's home wellness and there's the, I did verify my business. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, I mean, always, well, here you go. Massage spa, massage therapist. You're easy. It's all there. So it's right there. So you're good. All right, 
that one was an easy one. If everybody was just as easy as that one, we'd all be in a happier place in the world. No, they would not. I just, I was using that as an example. It says, should, if you search the NIACS codes, um, would it be helpful? And I'm going to say, no, you just have to be smart with this. And there is no, there is no, um, I'm going to say there is no limit, but there, the limit is right and wrong. So don't go reaching, uh, saying, well, I'm a massage doctor trying to get a doctor listing and all don't be truthful and put the right thing there. And that's going to, that's going to be what's going to help you the most. Um, I am going to tell you that the other thing everybody needs to diligently do is get reviews. That is the most important thing that else that we need to be doing is getting reviews. Um, I'd like to ask anybody that wants to leave a review for us, leave a review. I mean, I, I would, I've had people come out of this class and leave a review. We, we all need reviews. All right. So it's that, it's that important of a circumstance um, because the more reviews you have, the better off they think you are. There is some empirical evidence that they're back to counting the person with the most reviews wins. So please, please, please put your effort into talking to your customers. What I did, what you did not hear me say is go make fake reviews. Okay. You did not hear me say go buy reviews. I told a customer um, to get, to start pursuing getting reviews. And he went home and he told his wife, Beth says we need to get reviews. And Beth and his wife went and told her little village in Okinawa that they needed to get reviews. And the next thing you know, I had 150 fishermen come and leaving reviews for an accounting firm in uh, Houston from Japan. I was like, no, 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 no. We got to get that off of there. You cannot go and and do stuff like that. So th this is not um, go get all your friends in your hometown, or if you have 350 people at your family Christmas, it's not that. Let's not do any of those things because that they, they don't really, that's not really um, work, doesn't really work. Um, so be, be careful on that. So no one says I'm open by appointment only. How does this work? You say you're open by appointment only. Uh, your hours are nine to five. There's a setting in here that you say you're, you, 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 you take appointments. All right. And especially with COVID, Google is still sensitive to that. So they, they say by appointment only. It says only one business for all three lines. Now, see, this is where you're, you got to pick one that's going to pay the bills. And in fact, frankly, the 3D, pill, the 3D printing and mill working go together. It's the trailer sales that doesn't. So um, any way to connect them to one base page, prefer not to have one, three websites. Um, I, I would have a business for uh, mill working and uh, a 3D printing. Those kind of go together. Trailers are an ad duck and an outlier. So I, I would have to look at how much of your business was that before I ever even decided. All right, let's see. You have variable hours since manufacturers are not always, oh, what if you have variable hours? You can you can put variable hours and you always can go in and just change the hours on Google. You can do that as well. So um, that's an option as well. Uh, somebody sent me the code to the NAICS codes. I, I, I really wasn't saying going to use them. 
I was kind of trying to give you an example of how broad they are and how you have to fit in a bucket more than I was giving them to you to use for this. Google has its own set of business categories. Like I said, at some point, I'm going to get a list and add it to the website that says, what are Google business categories? And we'll put them all there for you because there is a, there is a list of it. And there also is a link to um, Google's category list. They have all of that. It's also important to understand how your website influences what category you're in. So there is there is that aspect to that too. Um, I am gonna do a class on content. Sandra asked me what I wanted to do for April and I think I'm gonna talk, we're gonna do content in April. Um, and we're gonna talk about how to steer um, Google uh, in their categorization of our businesses and how to get in the right, make sure you're in the right category. Um, and what that really means and what that looks like. All right, so we'll do that next month. But for right now, I just want you to understand that Google has categories. You need to know how to get your businesses in them. All right, so we've kind of we're kind of trucking along here. Um, to understand, I need you to fill in all these items here: your service area, your your categories, your hours. Um, any products that you have or you sell, I would talk them in. It, the person that just asked me about uh, variable hours and by appointment, there is an appointment link. I would recommend having that. Um, we've got uh, what your what your business is, uh, how it identifies. Um, are you black owned? Are you Latino? Are you veteran? Are you women? Are you friendly? Are you, do you have gender neutral bathrooms? Um, all of these things are here, fill them out. Okay, because it helps make a, 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 um, a statement about how Google views your business. Okay, so go through and make sure. Um, if you see under health and safety, I have appointments being required. I have it listed right here. Um, uh, you know, we don't require masks, to, you know, to all the stuff that they had for, um, whatchamacallit, um, and then we have online appointments and we have on-site service, meaning that I'll come out to you if you need me to do that. So um, we've tried to be comprehensive. I would like um, like you to go through and do all of this. Uh, that a person that said, should I add products, pictures of my products? The answer would be yes, okay? So you can get started. You have a thing, uh, products, you can add a photo, you can add a product name. You can create a new category for it. You can put a price range. Um, events, if I could ever get on the stick for me, I should be putting all these internet marketing events on this, uh, all this clinic um, uh, here. If I go create a post, I can say what's new, offer, update, and I can put you know upcoming events here on my, on my Google page as well. So um, we've got a lot of different things that we can do here. Um, I just want to make sure everybody kind of knows um, that you need to do this um, and that this is, you see, here's my latest post that says, look, we're here tonight. Here we go. Um, so uh, that, that was one of the last posts that I, that I put up. So that's another, that's another um, way to do this. All right. So have I gotten everybody's question answered? I think I have. Let me make sure I haven't missed any. All right. Okay, so reviews, I say are important. And if you notice, you should reply to the reviews. So every review everybody put up, I went in and I put a thank you on uh, because I have no bad reviews. So I can't apologize. 
Um, one thing I will say is if you have a bad review, you are not to get in a fight with the person that gave you a bad review. What you're to do is to answer the person or answer the person for the person that's reading it to evaluate your business. So for example, have an urgent care lady came in, um, her kid was running around, tripped, fell, broke her lip open, kid was bleeding. Uh, the nursing staff bought over some gauze and stuff to stop the bleeding. And the mother kind of pushed the nursing staff away, so on and so forth. And there, the lady left and eventually she had a, they had to actually escort her out of the building because she kind of refused to pay. It was a whole big hullabaloo. At the end of the day, the reply can't be you were bombastic and we had to call the police. It needs to be that unfortunately we require payment for services and that makes friction. And because you work, you know, so you always have to write it in a way that you're reaching the person that you're not replying to the person, you are talking to the person that's reading it and evaluating your business. So I hope everybody's kind of understanding. It's an exercise in passive aggressive uh, question answering. Um, I have one that a quest customer, uh, God, it's almost been 10 years now. I have one on our hosting company that the, the guy said our server crashed and nobody answered his phone call, blah, 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 blah. Um, so my answer back to him was, you've been here 17 years. You have my personal cell phone. Why didn't you call? And the guy, he's complaining that nobody, nobody's calling, nobody's this. I mean, you have my personal cell phone. There's no, there's no, there's no earth that you can complain that you can't get in touch with us because you have my cell phone. So that was my answer back on that one. I have another one. Lady said that um, I was very abrupt. Imagine that. Um, she left out the part that she was trying to steal somebody else's website that she, and what she was mad at is we stopped her. So, you know, the thing is that you see bad reviews and you have to take them with a grain of salt because we all know we go write bad reviews when we're unhappy. We don't necessarily do it when we're happy. Um, the thing is, is that you need to make sure that if you happen to get one, it's not the end of the world. Um, but you do need to consider being passive aggressive and answering it for the person that this is not typically how we run our business. Maybe there was a disconnect. Unfortunately, the insurance company requires us to procure payment before we let you out of the building. Um, they're out their rules. They're not ours. You know, so just make sure that you know how to answer a review properly. Now, here's the other trick with reviews. Try to get keywords in the review. Okay, so if I was gonna, if I was gonna leave a review for my company, I would want to make sure I got internet marketing, SEO, web design, something along those lines in the review. Um, if, if you look at this one, my friend Carrie down at the uh, Chamber of Commerce, she's been working with me for a team for, and she would, I'm very responsive and knowledgeable, but she never said what we did. So this is where you've got to try to get customers to tell you what services you perform. So what I've been doing is I've been telling our folks, when you go out and you ask people uh, about, um, to give you a review, 
Ask them to give some detailed information on the services that they provided you. Um, so that way we have, you know, we have some keywords that show up in those reviews. It's why reviews are starting to get counted more heavily now. So everybody has to have a plan for getting reviews. Uh, it's that simple. Um, the other thing that I'm going to tell you that I would suggest to you is if you look at your uh, phone, there is a app on your phone for uh, Google Maps and inside that Google Maps, um, there is an option to start um, leaving reviews for people. Um, and I, I actually have turned on my location services and every couple days or so I go in there. Um, and the reason I'm encouraging this is because the more reviews you leave, leave the more of a local guide you become um, and the more uh, credit your profile has uh, and the more weight your profile has. So I am just, I'm just going to suggest to you that you uh, consider um, putting the app on your phone and start leaving reviews. So your phone and your profile in Google has uh, some local guide credit to it because your, your reviews start to count more and have more power to them. Um, so if you participate, you'll find that others will participate. All right, this says, I have an established business on Facebook. Is there any way to import reviews to Google? No, there is no way to report them. Um, the thing is that you really need to solicit them on Google rather than on Facebook. The Facebook, there is no benefit to it. And in fact, Google hates Facebook to the point where I think they wanted to buy them. And then when they couldn't buy them, they now hate them. So um, just those two things are not really compatible or count together um, on stuff. All right, this one says, how do you address customer orders and pricing for a majority of the products? How do you address customer order, custom orders and pricing for a majority of the product? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, I would put a range for my products if I had, you know, custom orders, that type of stuff. I guess you're saying you make custom stuff. Um, but I mean, if you make a custom trailer, you make a custom trailer and then that's it. Um, so this one says, where is the owner name defined? I do not want my email address to show in my reply. It doesn't. It's in the it's in the review. So if you hit uh, edit, see here's my reply. And when I hit update, it posts it off of here. It doesn't put my email address in the reply. Um, I didn't respond to this one. So if I wanted to answer this one, I can answer this one right here. So there is no um, doing that. All right, it says, what about using LinkedIn for business services with Google? How so, if so, how? All right, the, Google and Microsoft are mortal enemies. All right, so there is no LinkedIn-Google relationship like that. Um, again, I, 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 you know, I'm, I, we're, I'm talking about Google. So I will tell you uh, what we do. Um, I have a service called Repuzo. It's $9. Um, and it will allow you to send out emails. It'll allow you to send happy faces and sad faces. So you can solicit reviews on a regular basis. I have it in my email signature line. I have it on our website. I hand it out to people. I'm always trying to get Google reviews. Yes, Sandra. Can you tell me how to spell Refuso and is it $9 a month? Yeah, it's $9 a month and it's R-E-P-U-S-O, a nice Italian name, Repuso. 
and now go ahead and tell us what it does for them? Um, it is a, it is a system, no, S-O, R-E-P-U-S-O. Okay. Um, it's a service. And what I like about it, R-E-P-U-S-O, there, I'll use mine here a second. I got it. Uh, da, 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 da. No, I already have an account. What, All is, right. what does this do for them? I, I'm, I'm going to tell them. It lets them procure reviews, okay? So one thing it'll do is it scrapes them, but more importantly, what I, what I think is that you can use this service to collect reviews it gives you a web address to collect them off of, and you can send out a link and it says, did you have a good experience or it could be better? All right. When it's the could be better, it routes it back to my email address. If it's a good experience, it goes out to, to Google. So it's, it's a nice, you get those things now. So if I click on good experience, it goes to Google. If I click on bad experience, it doesn't go to Google. It goes to my email box. So I get a email in my inbox saying somebody, somebody sent a good or a bad review. All right. Um, so just kind of remember that's kind of going on um, as you get them. But I like this little, it's well worth the $9. Um, it lets me put out stuff that says uh, re review us. It gives me a QR code. Um, it gives me a place to land people. Um, I actually have a web address with them that, re that um, reviews go to. So I can kind of put them all together and pull them all together. Um, so you can see uh, they're all, they all show up and they're all over here. Um, so I'm most interested in the collect part because like I said, it gives you a address to collect from that you can put out. It gives you a way to route in emails. It gives you a QR code if you want to put it on your desktop. Uh, it gives you, put you that like an e-blast that you send out or do you put it, it on your It can website? do that. It can do that as well. But mostly it's embed buttons for your email. You see how this one says leave a review. Um, and I can get the HTML and I can actually put that as a part of my reply line in my email. So I'm constantly soliciting for reviews. Um, I have a chat on our website. When the chat closes, I say, leave us a review. It's always slow. Nobody ever wants to take a time and leave a review. But boy, we ask. I will say we ask. I usually have to call people on the phone and say, hey, I know you're a happy customer. Will you please leave me a review? That's usually what, what it takes. So um, but I, I'm really strongly urging everybody to push to get reviews because you got to get those numbers up. Um, and, and it's that it's that important. Okay. Do we all have at least I'm hoping a working knowledge of that we need to have Google My Business and we need to do some things with it, right? So here comes the part that we're going to get tricky with that I'm going to have to explain to you on what we had to do. And I'm going to use Vertical Web as an example because it's probably the best example that I can give right now. I'm in the process of doing some other things with it, but we'll, we'll use this right now this way. Um, okay, so the next thing you need to do is you need to go, and I think the best thing I can do is tell you to make a mind map. So let me stop sharing here. 
Um, I, I am going to literally walk away for 30 seconds to go pick up a barking chihuahua because he's making me insane. You can't hear him, but I can. So just give me one second. And don't you know, he must've heard me say the word chihuahua because you shut up. Hold on a second. So I typed in the chat there, Rapuzo can give you a link to collect reviews to put on your e-blast or email signature, and it will send the good reviews to Google and the not so good ones back to you so you can handle them. It does sound like a good, good investment. Does anybody here already use that? All right. I am sorry about that, everybody. I just had to do it. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. That's All okay. right. So I am back. On who use it? So, many, so far, nobody uses it, but they like the idea of it. First time they're hearing about it. Rapuzo. Oh, what Rapuzo? Yeah, that's this is this why you come here, and this is what you pay me the big bucks for, because <laughs> I tell you all these things that you don't know. So did I summarize this correctly? You give you a link to collect reviews, uh, uh, to put in your e-blast or email signature. It will send the good reviews to Google and the not so good ones back to you. So you can handle them, correct? Yes, yes. And it doesn't make it to Google's public. And that's the most important part of it. Um, uh, that's that's the piece that I want to make sure everybody, because, you know, I mean, there's always one in every crowd. So if you give them this place, most people don't understand that you have them sandboxed. So it's a good way to do it. I mean, there's places that you can spend a whole lot more money than $9 and go a whole lot further. I mean, don't misunderstand me. Um, but I, I found that this is a very nice way to go do this, um, and it and it seems to work. So, uh, I, and and we've had we've been able to start catching. Um, I've got some clients that have a lot of bad reviews, and really, it's the nature. It's not that they're bad people; it's just the nature of their business. Um, and uh, you know, it's because you know when you're when you're when you're dealing with sick people and that seems to be the doctor's offices seem to have the worst of it they made me wait too long they didn't give me my test results fast enough my kid has a stomach ache and i mean the dentist's office are fine it's the actual doctor doctor's offices the ones that are like um more of a clinic rather than a I have an appointment. I'm going to go see the doctor. Those are more problematic. So that's kind of why we've why we've gone down this road to to do all of this. So uh, apparently somebody else has a barking dog outside. So my and my neighbors were suffering too because he was standing inside barking at the outside. I don't know senility. That's all I can say. Um, anyway, so now that we sort of understand what we're doing, I want to give you uh, something to consider to do. Okay, so I'm going to go. Actually, let me see if this works here. Let's see what this works better. Yeah. All right, I'm actually going to use this a minute. It's this is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and we and I will I will talk through this, um, this and through uh, SEO 411, but I want you to understand what we had to do on this to make this all start to work. So remember, we just spent the last hour talking about categories. Well, the very top category that you should pick should be about what your website is about. Okay. So 
the very first category on this gentleman's website is chiropractic uh, services, okay? And the reason it's chiropractic services is because that is the primary focus of what his business does. Now, I understand that it's a no-brainer for me to say that because you're like, what else would you put? You would be shocked if you saw some of these websites that are wrong and messed up in things, okay? And in fact, I frankly want to fix this here, this box here as I'm looking um, at it. There's something I want to add to this box. But um, with that said, um, I want to come down here. So the very so we, we're going to kind of use this website here uh, and here, okay. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to stop screen sharing this screen. How do I do that? I guess it's over here. All right, I'm going to use this one here. So the next thing that I want you to do, and actually it could be the first thing that I want you to do, is I need everybody to sit down and I need you all to map your website out. All right. And I know that may sound like overkill for some of you. Uh, when we've done this in person, I actually had you all go out and do these and bring them back to me so we could make sure that we needed to do them. Uh, if anybody wants to do this and send it to me to bless, I'm happy to do that. But what I needed, what I needed to do and what I need everybody to do is I need you to decide what your main business is. So this one is easy because it's chiropractic, okay? For me, I had to decide what my main business was. And I split it like 60-40 between web design and SEO, all right? So I, I can get my little mind map out if I need to. Um, but you need to pick a category that matches what you have in Google and decide what your main subject matter is. And that's gonna be the subject matter of your homepage. So uh, I guess, let me just do it this way so I don't have to keep making you all crazy. I'm just gonna do this. Okay. So you can see my whole screen at this point. So if you see this, I'm saying chiropractors are main word, right? So. I've got chiropractor here. And this is a way I'm really encouraging you to put your website together. You see, I have top rated Kingwood chiropractor because that's our main keyword, chiropractor Kingwood, Kingwood chiropractor, that's what we wanna rank on. That's what we wanna be on the maps on. So if you notice, we took it here in the very top headline and that goes in what I'm gonna say is an H1 tag. Um, says top-rated Kingwood chiropractor. The fact that Dr. Hamill's name is there doesn't really matter. Um, it's called Mind Maple, but you know what? I think they're out of business. Um, I keep trying to tell everybody to go there and it doesn't work anymore. There is a company called Miro that you can use online as well. Um, but it's that's just, it is what it is. Um, so I, the, I, I've been using my maple for years. If it ever gets discontinued, I'll be sad. Um, so if you notice my homepage and it has the word home, we're going to go work on chiropractic terms. So I have it here. 
I have it here. I have it in the text here. I have it here. And again, these are in H2s. Um, I have it down here. I need to fix this here and I need to fix this here. I have it here again. I need to actually add it a couple more times on this page, to be honest with you. Um, we have it here in the writing. We have it here in the writing. I have it here in the writing. I, not to beat a dead horse, okay? So, and again, there's a few things that I want to, I want to, uh, I'm going to tweak up here. But if you notice, one thing I want to show you, I also have an embedded map on the homepage. Um, and the other thing that I will be doing and I want everybody to do, okay, is there's going to get a line bump on this and we're going to put in a page that's going to talk in this case about Umble and Atascacita and Kingwood, okay, that it's going to talk about the area, the Lake Houston area that I live in um, because um, I'm trying to signal Google that I have a chiropractor in Kingwood, okay, um, and that is the most important part of this. What I want you, so what I want the anatomy of the page to be is I want the whole page to be on chiropractor until I get to this very last line here. Um, I'm going to put a bump in and then I am going to put a box in that talks about Kingwood, okay? Kingwood, like Kingwood Humble, Atascacita, Lake Houston, okay? And it's going to live right in this space here. So you can come back in a few weeks and you'll see we have added this box in. Um, and it's also going to, again, have an embedded map in that area that shows not Dr. Hamill's office, but the Humble Kingwood area. So I'm actually going to make it an area and put it in there and not just that. So the reason and why I'm doing that is because that map is the area that he services. So I'm going to do it when I pull that map and I pull the embed code for the map, I'm going to pull the embed code and I'm going to use some zip codes and I'm going to make it a little bit bigger. So the other thing that we're finding more and more is that you can't overdo on a local, you can overdo on big keywords, but you can't overdo too much on location in the header tags, okay? So every header tag on the page should have a variant of a location in it, okay? Um, so it should be Houston, Houston, Houston. So if I come back and I come over here and I go to vertical web, I actually did it way more over here. And I actually think I'm gonna stick a map on the web design page too. Remember I said I, do, I did 60, 40, right? So here's our web design page, all right? Local Houston web design company. How does my website design Houston? Brand new website design, blah, blah, blah. I've got Houston tacked all over this thing so that we rank in Houston. In fact, I may add a few more Houstons, all right? And it lives in all of these headers, just so you understand. Um, and you can see I broke each service out on purpose. If you look, Tyler has the same attributes, okay? Here's those, paint, those uh, services that we talked about, okay? Um, 
if you look at his mind map and you look at the chiropractic services, you'll see back and spine pain, neck and spine pain. This needs to say back in, uh, back in. Um, some of these have not been completely parsed out yet, but this will have a lower back, but this will have a physical therapy page. It's going to have a corrected exercise page. All these services are going to live here. The other place that they're going to live is up here in the menu. Okay. And remember those categories I told you about? The categories are going to go to the left of the services. Okay. And what you're going to do is you're going to put a drop down menu in that matches the categories, the one at the top, and Google from Google My Business. All right. Um, so I'll answer that question in a second. Um, so what I what I want is in this spot here, I, and we haven't done it yet on this one. We are going to put a drop down menu that says. Um, it's going to be the categories that match Google. Now on vertical web, what I did on it, I did it a little bit differently because, you know, I, I'm, I've been doing this 22 years. Instead of putting a drop down menu that mimicked my um, categories, I actually made the main navigation pieces because in this particular business, those literally are three businesses. They could be three standalone businesses. So rather than putting them in one area and then letting them break out, I actually made them three separate navigation items and started to drop the services down off of them. And then when we get in here, the page supports each one of these. And even if I go to the development page, the other thing I want you to look at really hard is if you start to look at what the anatomy of these pages are, okay, again, this, this page, this is a web development page, but you see I have Houston Web Development Services. How can a Houston Web Development, how can, what, what can a Houston Web Development Service do? And then I listed all, yet again, another example, they're all listed here of all the services that you can do with a, with a, within web development. And then here it is, Houston Web Development Services again. So Google clearly starts to understand that this is a web development page. Now, I don't know where I rank on these things tonight. It moves, but if I go to Google, and this is hard, whenever I do local from here, it's very hard for me because I'm sitting here and if I was sitting in Houston, I would have a different answer, but let's do this web design Houston, which we you already know. When you're in your off, in your, at your home address and you search into this, it's gonna give you a different outcome than if you're doing yes. it in your office, why? Yes, because what it's doing is, it is, um, it is going by my geographic and then matching me out. So. I get different answers depending on where I'm sitting and what I'm doing, all right? So that's why I'm, I'm saying, if we were at my office, we actually would, we would actually find us on this map, all right, um, for some of this. And if I do SEO, I think we actually are on this map if I do SEO, even though I'm doing it from here, okay? But so the map side of this is one set of situations. There's also the organic side of this. So I think we are, 
think we're number 12 or 16 or something. We should be on this second page. We usually are on the second page. Okay, so you see I'm landed on the second page. I haven't put a lot of spit into getting it to the next page. I will, um, but I haven't. But even with all the efforts to do, we're, we're sitting here on the second page um, at 16. Um, and I'm pretty happy on something that's just one page on my website that I haven't well developed and haven't well fleshed out. Um, so I'm very happy with that. If I go back and we can do SEO Houston, we may actually show up on this one on the map because I have trouble. Yet again, it's because I am at my house. Nope, see, it's not even recognizing it, even though I'm here. So, because it gives all different results based on where you are. So I just had somebody, John said he just installed Mind Maple. He said it's still there. Good, it's back. It's like my favorite thing ever. Sometimes we're here and sometimes, yeah, see, here I am. If I you look at the bigger, when I go to the bigger map listing, we are sitting here, um, even though I am in uh, Kingwood. So that's good. That's, that's good information that I actually am showing up on a search for Houston, even though I'm in Kingwood. Uh, that makes me kind of happy. Um, but I do think I don't have as good of an organic rating, ranking on this as I do on the web design, but it's because I have not gone and made all the pages that are needed to be made yet. Once I do, I suspect that'll start to move up. Um, I had another website that I'm in the process of deassembling and moving over to this domain. So that's part of where I am, but um, not to get in too much sausage. I just want you to understand that, that I opted a slightly different path and I put them this way. Um, I have a medical company. We're in the process of rebuilding their website. I'm gonna, instead of putting a services tab or shop tab, I'm gonna put each of his, his areas across the top. Okay, so it'll be from surgical to medical to whatever the heck they all are, and they'll all be across the across the navigation. What what I will say is that this is is this is as important uh, a part as what it is here. But where I'm stuffing the keywords on location is in the header tags. Okay, so I just want everybody to kind of get that anatomy piece down um, that they need to be here. Okay. Uh, so let's come back over to Ty Tyler here. So we understand that on my mind, my mind map, all of these now will be part of a chiropractic services. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you checking there. Good. Um, all these chiropractic services, all right, will all live under chiropractic services here. Okay. Um, on this on this website. So remember I told you to fill in the services that was the secondary because that's now going to go on your toolbar. Okay. The next thing that's not here, but will be here eventually is a locations tab. Okay. And the locations tab is going to be um, a small geographical piece about Humble, one about Kingwood, one about Tascacita and one about the Lake Houston area. And the reason why is because I'm sending the signal back to Google 
that what what is this website about? Where is this web page listed? And the thing I'm going to pull in is I am going to pull in a map listing on each and every one of these. Okay. So every one of those locations will have a, um, a map attached to it in the write-up. The reason I'm saying to go and pull that map and pull that map in is because when you embed that map in that page, it's a very powerful signal back to Google that they understand that you're embedding a map of an area. Um, and when you do that, um, you're sending that signal back that, that you wouldn't put a map of Connecticut on your website if you were in Houston. So it's kind of like that. So this question says, can you have the page side map side by side? Can you have the page and map? What do, I don't know, you mean here on my computer? Or you mean on my view or you mean on the website itself for us to view? Oh, I, I mean, it's down here on this one, it's here in the footer. Um, it's, also, it's also here. Oh, Christina stuck it here. Ah, she stuck it here on the page. All right, I can live with it there. I thought she was gonna put it down lower, but you notice what she put my, Oh, the mind map. Yes, that's what I was trying. Thank you. I thought you meant the Google map. Yes. So you see, you see that we have it here. And, you know, let me do this. Hang on a minute. I'm actually going to do this a different way. All right. This is really the, the root of it. If you notice, if I put them, you see them side by side now, right? I've got chiropractic. My main page is chiropractic. I've got wellness services. Here's the wellness services. I've got ma pain management physician. I've got pain management here. I've got sports medicine physician. It's not on this. She put it underneath here. And he kind of wanted to shy away from that a little bit because he said he's truly not a doctor. And then we also have a holistic medical medicine practitioner, which is what he is. Um, but if you notice and you see what I did, well, actually, Christina did this more than I did, but pain management, chiropractic service, wellness services, they mimic this area right here. Okay, everybody wrapping your head around what they did. So the orange will sit on the website here. These categories here will match these categories here. So I want you to understand that these are not, this is not arbitrary or I'm saying do something and then not. So these match. These orange boxes match these here with chiropractor being the main one. So you can see I've got chiropractor there as the main one. And then I've got the other orange ones live here. So those are the um, categories and you see that. And then the services 
you see his services here. In fact, I, he keeps adding services and I have to keep taking them away um, because he keeps making stuff up. Uh, by the way, you guys that have uh, people like me and have access, don't keep going and changing stuff. So Christina's gonna have to fix this because he changed it again on us. Um, but you see these here, all these red ones will go here in this area here. And when I come back to the website, they will go in, he's, she's already got nutrition, but she, they will start to go in and fill in. These will fill in here and here and match out pages, okay? And then each page, what I, I want you to understand is that as you go in, and I'm gonna go back to the web, uh, vertical web for a second. If I go to the web design page, I have content written that is 2,600 words because that's what it needed to be but I have all my local signals that live in the headers on each, on each section. Um, I hope I'm not being too nerdy and brainy for everybody because you all got very, very quiet and you stopped typing questions at me. Um, so I'm, I'm a little nervous that I went over your heads, but if I did, I need you just to let me know and we'll explain it again. Um, but I need you to understand how I'm structuring this menu here and these words here, um, because I think it's very important to understand how that was done and why. If you set your website up this way, you are giving Google the signals to put you in that map pack in the right place. It doesn't negate your location and it doesn't negate your lack of reviews. So again, you still need your reviews, um, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you name, address, and phone number matter and that you need to make sure that uh, they match across the internet. Um, you know, if you put in your business, you need to make sure that it has the same consistent name, address, and phone number um, because that's an important thing. But the structure of your website and how that website's put together and then how you add the title tags throughout the pages and then how you do a localization menu on the top dictates how that website will appear and what, what, it'll, what it'll be and how it'll go together. If you do this right, okay, the chances of you getting in your map pack have just gone up dramatically, okay? And that's why this is an extremely important exercise to be able to do this because it has, it literally has to be done right. Um, the other thing that I'm going to encourage you to do um, is to make sure that you, um, you know, why can't I move these questions? I'm trying to see here. For some reason, it's not letting me move the questions up and down. But maybe it's because this has just got too many stuff open now. Let me stop sharing here. And let me go here. I think my computer is on meltdown here in a minute for a minute. Let me close some things and get it out of here and see if I can't get this fixed again. Hold on. Okay. Okay, well, it still won't let me go up. 
don't know what this is doing. It's giving me trouble here all of a sudden. All right, Sandra, if you're there, I can't see the questions because the scrolling is not working on these windows. Well, have you been? Have you answered all the questions in the in the Q and A? Because I I, I, I can't. I, think the, I think I have all the way up to the last one that says how many times. There's one in the chat that I want to get back to that I can't scroll. It won't. Okay, work. how far back? What is a pretty lengthy one? And you I said, I what it was about? Huh? You're, what was it about? Generally speaking. I'll find it for you. I can see the chat. It, uh, it was from K.A. Overton, and it was a pretty long one. And it said, and this one says, if you have an exception web page, how do you link it to your Google My Business? Well, that's pretty simple because what it does is in your Google My Business profile under, under the uh, info on it, it asks you what your web address is. And that's really all you need to do. So uh, K.E. Overton asked, would searching NAICS codes be helpful for for search suggestions, but I think you answered that okay. one already. Hey, hey, will you do, Ke? Will you do me a favor and repost that one in there that was pretty lengthy that I said I'd come back to you? You already answered the one uh, about what would about using LinkedIn for uh, business services. No, with no, 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 this is this was like a like a multi paragraph question. This was a big fat question, and it was a good question. And I said I'd come back to it, and now I can't scroll. Oh, up. where can you go to help in decipher? Your main business with the category, you as you have done with this sample, this sample, overwhelming to determine your services when main business is first thought for small business. Help is needed for marketing segmentations of services for small business. All right. So what you're basically asking is where do you go to find this information out? And I think where you go is in your own. Um, is in your own business. I'm still trying to get my computer fixed. You have to sit down and map this out and then see what you can do to fit it in there. Okay. I think I'll, I'll mention something else too, because you're talking about using mind mapping and we, we teach mind mapping in our small business success series by HCC. When, uh, and I was also thinking we, we're talking about, we're going to do our business plan competition financial training next week when it comes to the numbers. And when I saw your mind map there, I thought not only is that something for the website, but it's also something for, you know, projecting sales in these different categories. You know what I mean? Um, so it's amazing the different uses for mind mapping and how it's applying, you're using it to apply to the website now to, because we use that. I think we also think of that in terms of the different sales line items. So you're ranking the stuff up there because it's going to generate sales for it because you're going to have line items about income in these different areas, right? Well, and, and as you're saying that, and I'm going to tell you, again, these are upper level thought processes, okay? Because, you know, like I said, I've been doing this 20 some years, but when we got down to what were we going to do? All right. So you all, you know, I had my marketing agency and I had it for years, but we also had a web hosting company. And, and what was happening is I would come to these classes and I would say to people, you know, web host, blah, blah. And they say, what web host did you recommend? Well, I'm a web hosting company. So who do we think I'm going to recommend? But it wasn't really clear. But when we actually sat down to figure out what we needed to do to put these websites together, I mean, I kind of had a feel for it. But what I will tell you is why I put more effort into web design than I did to um, the SEO at the moment is because 
all SEO should start with web design. So I kind of feel like if I bring in the web design, so what you're saying, Sandra, is true because when I look at my book of business, I could look, I was looking at it a little different. You were looking at it revenue because of course the SEO revenue is more than the, the web design revenue. But when I look at what is the starting spot for most of my SEO customers, in some way, shape or form, I had to do web design on them before I could ever even do anything. So to my mind, web design, even if it comes in as a loss leader, it is the best gateway to get people to where I wanted to, to go to. So I used my mind map. I sat down, I looked at my business and I said, what do I want to do? Um, and, and I, and I will, I will say that, um, I, in my, my, my past business partner probably would not have agreed with it. My present business partner, which has been my business partner for 25 years also continues to say, well, we should start on the web design level, but I think starting in the web or excuse me, in the web hosting level. So I have had to take my business and say, how do I pack these together? Because there was a point in time that Google didn't even recognize is that these businesses were related. Um, it's kind of like the guy with the router business and the truck business, that those are so far different that they actually picked one over the other. And no matter how much I tried to push the agenda, they wouldn't. And, it, and it's funny because the original company's name was uh, a creative touch web design and God love Google. They just never could understand that WD stood for web design and never would rank us on it. And it's because to their mind, they put us in a web hosting bucket and we can't, we couldn't get out of it. So when I did the new website, I basically backed into it and said, okay, I'm going to start with web design. I'm going to go to SEO and then I'm going to come back and backfill the web hosting because I don't want Google to think we're a web host first, but I had to put all this thought, but when we map this out, that's how we map the business out. Like you're saying, basically what was revenue? Where do we want to go? How do we, how do we feel like people interact? Again, I have, I have a pretty large experience with my own company, but this is the way the new business owners should be looking at their business. Um, what do you hope to achieve? Okay. And then are you willing to pivot and go elsewhere? Cause that's another thing started as a web design company. Um, and then pivot into web, web hosting because people were signing up for that more than they were for web design. So I pivoted that way. We always knew how to do the marketing end of it. So when it became a thing, so you just have to kind of guide yourself through the process. That mind map is a Bible. I will tell you, I had a conversation with Dr. Hamill today and I basically told him, this is the path and the plan for that website. Um, and we're going to stay on that course. We're not going to leave that course um, and we're just, that's where we're going to be. That's what we're going to do. And that's how we're going to stay. Um, and the reason why is because, um, and, and he's a, you know, he's been a customer of mine for a long time. I've known him. God, I think I'm going on almost 15 years with him. Um, but he is, he is a very, um, aggressive business owner. He does a lot of research and a lot of studying on what it's going to take to make his business succeed, which I completely appreciate. Um, but you have to have a plan and you have to stick to it. You can't um, kind of hop around too much because if you do, Google doesn't get what you're doing. Um, so I want to, I want to make sure that, um, you know, that you, you're right. 
but I want you to understand that that mind map is a multifunction purpose. I see this going on in the scroll right now. I'm, I want to I want to say this a couple things. All right, Sandra sends out an e-blast promo. I send out a calendar off of the vertical website. You guys have your own home on that uh, website. Um, let me see if I can get this. Yeah, I told them, uh, just I was typing while you were talking, we will send out some e-blast promo about the next digital marketing clinic to all of you via SCORE and via our Glendon David Regenbaum Center for Entrepreneurship. So you'll be getting notices about it. But what we're going to do next is Beth will write up the topic she talked about tonight. She'll get it to me and then I make arrangements with SCORE to get it posted on the SCORE USIN uh, website. So if you Google SCORE, I do this all the time, Google SCORE USIN, take a workshop and you go to the website. So you can check that anytime you want to see when the digital marketing clinic appears. And there's other great uh, workshops that SCORE does as well there. Um, so it'll, it'll go up there first and then we'll start promoting it. And SCORE will promote it through their weekly e-blast and they'll do um, an e-blast featuring just it as it approaches. And then Beth and I will promote it too. And so now that you've been here, you're, you're on the list. So you'll be getting news about it, but you can also go check the SCORE Houston Take a Workshop website. Just Google yep. SCORE Houston Take a Workshop. Absolutely. Um, one thing I will tell you is that you guys have your own uh, class. You have your own homepage for this class. Um, we have it here as well. Uh, and if, God, I wish my computer, for some reason, my computer just is anti-scroll this evening. It just does not want to scroll on anything. I can As you can out. see, these are very different from other workshops where there's not a lot of slide presentations in it. It's really going deep down into just one particular area, which is why even SCORE mentors like John pop in all the time. So you can really go deep about, you know, uh, doing something that's not normally offered in some of these other um, web, you know, seminars and uh, presentation oriented. All right. So we're what I will say is if you put in Google Internet Marketing Clinic Houston, you will get to the homepage of here. We have our past clinics. We have uh, the ones from SCORE, the write-ups that Sandra's talking about. Everything is here for you. This video will be available with a little bit of luck. Uh, we'll be able to get that done. It'll have a write-up about what it's about. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. I'd encourage everybody to subscribe to that. So when I put up a new video, you get a notice on that. Uh, we send out notices on this class. I sent out an e-blast myself this morning for this class and for sign-up. So there's lots. Yeah, so did I. We sent one out today too. Yeah, there's just lots and lots and lots um, about about this. And I, you know, I mean, I know other people give presentations and talk about SEO. I, I, my goal has always been to get you guys to walk away with um, knowledge on what's the best way to do something. You know, I want you to have your own, your own knowledge on wh where to go and what to do and how to do this so that if you go to try to hire somebody, you know what you're doing, you know who you're hiring, you know what you're doing, and you're not having anybody take advantage of you or rip you off or anything like that because you actually know the answer to things. Okay, so that's right. So you can ask them if they're doing this for you. And then when they realize that you that you know these things, it's kind of like knowing how to talk to your accountant, you know, so yeah. they don't take the, so that you understand whether they're doing a good job and understanding how to look at your numbers. Even if you don't do this, if you're looking at your website and you understand that it should be doing these things, then then if you retain someone to do it, 
and they're helping you, you better understand if you're getting what you've asked for and you're getting good high quality value out of you pay, what you pay for. But I do believe, Beth, that it was, um, you know, a, um, you know, an interesting thing to digest when you were talking about, you know, everybody was talking about using this to improve their Google rankings. And there were a lot of people that, you know, have that work remotely or have, you know, a home-based business. And so that's, that's still one I think people are digesting what to do with that, that you've got to really have some kind of an address in there to make the most of all of this, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, service area and that kind of thing. So, and I was also, you know, interested in, you know, when people were talking about like the mobile grooming uh, business, and I know somebody who has a mobile children's hair care um, salon, and you can still create a sense of place by posting where you are going, right, and where you're doing business, and then you talked about posting pictures of, you know, dogs, you know, to take a picture that where you're walking a dog in a certain area, and then you keep proving to Google that you're in the area that you're saying that you, that your you area. Yes, because they, yes, that's exactly right, because they take the metadata. So I had a ticket, a traffic ticket attorney, and I started having him send me pictures of him in courthouses, uh, and because he used to say to me, well, we can do traffic tickets in, I don't know, Bourne, Texas, like in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I was like, okay, but you're not in Bourne, Texas, you're in Houston. So I said, go down to the courthouse next time you're in Bourne, go, go there, take a picture of you. And we did, we started putting up pictures on his Google My Business out with him at courthouses and it, and it helped a long, go a long way to get this, to get this website, to get them to understand that we do business in other parts of the state. The only thing I'm going to continue to say is that reviews are important um, and that you need to make sure you have them because, you know, we've, you know, there's been times from through times on and off through the years that they've been less important, they're back to rising in prominence again. Because they're back to rising in prominence again, that means you have to pay attention to it. Um, what else I'm going to say is that, you know, some people will say to me um, now, they'll say, you know, well, hey, you said to do this and I did this and now you're saying to do that and you have like, you know, um, heck, Jekyll and Hyde mode going on here. And, and I actually understand that, except the reason I do that is because Google puts certain emphasis on certain things over time. And I think that's the parts of this that get lost is that, um, that some of, I've, I've tried to teach everybody fundamental principles. And if you do the fundamental principles right, you're not gonna drive yourself off the cliff. But there's certain tweaks that you can do that when they're important to Google, if you are doing those tweaks and you have those tweaks in place, you're gonna do better than the other people around you. And I, and I always want everybody to walk out. So if you understand, like if you walk away tonight to understand how to make your navigation and how to fill your Google, how important the Google categories and services are and how important it is that you get those right, um, and you walk away knowing that, then I did my job tonight. Even if you get nothing else that I said, if you can get those things buttoned up, you're going to get a whole further up down the road than you would if you didn't do it right in the first place. Did you answer the one about the um, picture size? That comes up often. Um, how many what? times should you have your keywords be used on your first page? And what is the best size and format for pictures? Should you right. use, have a yeah. faster load time, but still... 
good quality. Did you answer that? I know it comes up often. No, no, no I didn't. Um, so the amount of keywords on your page, on your first page is somewhat dictated by all the other people that are ranking in the number one spot. If they do something 16 times, you can do it 16 times. If they do something three times, you better not do it 16 times. So that's, there is no more um, hard, fast rule on where, how many keywords to be used on your first page. Um, I think if you do your page right and you're mindful of it, you should get there. Now, I, I will say to you that I'm gonna, I am gonna do a content, how to put together the content on your website. And I'm gonna explain the different types of content and how to put that together. I think, Sandra, that's what our class is gonna be next time. It's gonna be content driven. Um, I think that's, that's going to be what we're going to do. I'll, I'll give you a write up on it, but I think we're going to go down a content road because I think that this becomes the, the next segment of how do I, how do I do these things you just told me to do? What do I do with them? I don't even know how to put them together. So now we're going to talk about how to put them all together. Um, and we're going to, we're going to kind of talk through that a little bit. Um, so that's, that's kind of where we're at as far as what's the best size and format of a picture. The smaller the picture is, the better you can do. So what I've been doing, just to give you an idea, is I go, I put the picture in Canva, um, I smash it on down with their, you know, I take it, I save it as a JPEG, I don't do it as a PNG, um, and then I upload it into my server, and once it gets on the server, I resize the image in the server. Um, my server compresses it. Uh, your server should do a compression on it. Um, and I can take a 200 or excuse me, a two meg file and have it down to 54 K in a matter of minutes. So, um, the, the smaller, yeah, use it. Why? Cause the JPEG can be a compressed. The PNGs are way too big. Um, so usually a PNG file is, is very large. Um, so you, you know, JPEG can have the compression added to it and it'll do a much, much smaller job of it. Um, and it'll make a much smaller photo and it doesn't, um, lose its clarity if you do it right now. There's sometimes on reds you have to be careful with because sometimes the red looks funky. Um, but, uh, that's, that's what I would say. This one says I'm a realtor and I don't have my own office. Should I use my broker's office? Yes, absolutely. You do have your own office. You have an office in the broker's office. That's, that's what that is. I don't know what that means. Anyway, all right. We have any other questions? John, I don't know what that means. What? He sent me a message and I've been answering his messages. He sends them directly. It says small NK, not in real estate owned. I don't know what that says. Um, anyway, I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Uh, I was questioning the size on the page versus the size that you would load. Like, oh, 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 small in kilobytes. Yes. Uh, if you want to, I got you. Cause the other lady was talking about being a realtor and I was like, I, I don't know what you're saying, but okay. So what he's saying is I want a small file size. It doesn't necessarily mean the picture. So that's a good one. What I used to see is people go upload a two meg file and they would use the bars to make it slide smaller. And they think they were sh shrinking the file size and they weren't. You literally have to go edit the photo, resize it. So it recompresses it. 
and then put it put it back out there that way. It's it's a kilobyte function, and I'm saying kilobytes because I really don't want to see anything over 100 kilobytes. Your websites, the core vitals components of these websites, and the fact that web needs to load fast now um, is a really big deal. And um, I think that's the that's the piece that we need to kind of remember. So. Um, yeah, kilobytes, not megabytes, and I don't care how big it appears on the page or how small it is on the page. Uh, it's all about the file size, not how much it is. That I mean, um, for example, the picture that's on the front of on on Vertical Web, the picture of the young lady working on her computer and smiling there. Um, that that file is like 60k, even though it's like the whole header of the website because I have it sized right. So that's that story. All right. What other questions do so we have? Talk to them about shrinking uh, or make resizing photos based by uh, the way you do it through your server. But that's a different way than most people would do it. Is that correct? I don't think most people know how to do it. They don't. So do you have a simple way or like a just video or I, something? Literally just what I said, because otherwise they're going to need a Photoshop subscription mm -hmm. and that's going to cost them 19 bucks a month. So I'm not going to, you know, if they want to do it for there, really, if you're not involved with using a website, you wouldn't want to do it anyone. You wouldn't want to do it. I have pictures that I have that I've taken with my camera. Other than the website, they, I want them full size. I want them eight megs, 50 megs, however big those photos are, because that gives them their best clarity. But on a website, they need to come all the way down to be as small as you possibly can make them. I mean, even SmugMuggle, if I put up a 50 meg file, they shrink it all the way down to two megs. So, I mean, even though they'll let me upload the raw file, they, gosh, they, they shrink them down too. So I, I'm kind of well, telling you the best Say more about SmugMug. What? Say more about SmugMug. We're not talking more about SmugMug. It doesn't, I'm just saying they're a photo, they're a photo place that you can upload. They even smish the photos and send it down. So I'm just saying you can, and there's no place in the world other than the web on a website that you run that you want small photos, small file sizes. Just the websites have to have small file sizes, not, that's the distinction. I'm just, what you're asking me is like photo editing, like if you're going to make a photo editing for a magazine, I don't want to shrink the file size down. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's the difference. I, I These photo applications, they can stay big. It's only the website that you need this. And that's kind of why I'm telling them to do this, because really there's no other application that needs to happen. Photoshop does a wonderful job smashing pictures and file sizes down. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know what other use you have for, to get file small file sizes other than your website. I think there used to be a way to do it where you used your email to do it. Like you were, you could, I, I don't remember it now because I haven't done it in a while. I mean, I can cut and paste in the email and save a file out of my email, but it's still three megs. I still have to shrink the file size. These files, I'm saying 56K, but these are little tiny, tiny, tiny files now. So I'm given the product because this is not a normal behavior. You're being required to do something that's not normal. So I'm trying to give everybody the best hack to do it because it's very difficult to do it in any other capacity because it's kind of counterintuitive to wanting a digital photo. 
I mean, they keep going up on the pixels because they want better clarity. And here's Google saying, I want you to have the tiniest photo in the whole world. You kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting problem. My wife makes me do with a good old snipping tool. There is a there is a problem with that. So when I use a snipping tool off my uh, computer, my resolution's a four 4K monitor. So I have a three meg file. Uh, this is where I'm saying I take it, I run it through Canva to get it to a reasonable size. I use their compression, which cuts it in half. I then save it from Canva, upload it to the website and resize it again. And it knows that process is knock it down to under 100K. I mean, it's very hard to take a very large photo and make it be that small a file size and have it still look well, if that makes sense. Hey, my scrolling bar came back, hallelujah. I was getting worried there for a minute. It finally showed back up. So um, anyway, all right. What other questions do we have? This says there is a page for each of 10 day on the, no. No, 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 no. I don't have any each attendee, but each, cl each, each class has a video. Um, another one says, this is my favorite. Sandra, we almost made it through tonight. All right, you ready for this question? Uh, yes. It says, do you have experience with system IO for a website? The only, my, my yes and no, as far as Google goes, you really need to stay in WordPress. All the rest of these systems and platforms are a no go. Are a no -go. They, they really don't work right. I, I mean, I, I, I have taught whole classes on what to build your website in. And we'll do a website builder class again before the end of the year. Um, but yeah, no. So I, my objectives is to have a website rank high. So therefore, I, the only really the only way you can go and do that in this age really is pretty much WordPress. Yes, Google ranks on, on load speed and you can't control the load speed on some of these things. So there is that. All right, what other questions do we have before we call it a night? Are we at calling it a night, Sandra? I think we are. It's uh, 7.59. Yep, it's, it's 8 o'clock. And uh, it's very strange because it's still light out. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, it might stay that way. We'll see if all, all those laws pass. There they go. They'll stay till we kick them out. There you go. I'm sure they'll keep coming up with questions if we let them. <laughs> So thank you, thank you, Beth. You're very welcome. Um, and then if there's anything anybody needs, please let us know. Okay. Yes. Um, so you've got Beth's website, and you'll be hearing from us because you're all on the list now. Hey, John. So thanks everyone can you go for in there logging and in tonight. Video for me, please, before it gets <laughs> forgotten. John, did you hear that? Please send us the video. <laughs> I'm starting early. I'm not. I'm yeah, starting before we even We'll post it, it as soon as we get it from Score. Um, so um, we'll yeah. look on that for you, and then we'll be looking on the Score Houston Take a Workshop, like Score Houston Take a Workshop website. We'll post that. That's where it'll hit first, and then we'll start promoting it. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night.